So who would have ever thought that that could have been a possibility? And yet it feels like that's what we're living through right now. We're also living through the possibility that Roe v. Wade could be overturned and sent back to the states. But what's more, what's behind that? We explore those issues. And then we finish with a little fun because that's what you need, right? Is never have I ever. And who won? Stay tuned. Welcome into the program, everybody. This is Scott Beeson with Alabama Unfiltered and my co-host, Amy Beth Shaver and Allison Sinclair. Ladies, how are y'all? We're good. We're great. Y'all are good? Are you going to tell everybody where to find us? No, not until the end. Because if they're watching at the start, they've already found us. Okay. That, that does make sense. Do no, we're changing it up. Where are I, think no, I think this is okay. flowing. It's unfiltered. Right. It worked. Right. I like it. Well I done. mean, thousands of people are already watching. So why do we have to tell them how to get here? They're telling their friends. They're telling their family. They're telling people they don't like. They're telling their liberal friends. I hope so. Them. I really do. I hope that they're telling people. Y'all are the ones that have to worry about it. Because liberal folks do not like conservative women. They, no, they do not. No, no, not that's like the worst. Almost one of How the do they worst know what things. a woman is? Sellouts. Though. Well, they're not sure, but they're thinking. Wait, they can maybe. come after conservative women. They'll be women when they're conservative? Yes. Yes, you see how yes, it works. Yes, you can be a woman when you're conservative. Yes. Well played. You might be legitimately a woman when you're conservative. But yes, y'all are but not. But just barely. You're not but high on the list. Why? Because you're like a sellout to the whole thing. We're a women traitor. Are, yeah. Yes, you're a traitor, a traitor to, to your, our... Is it gender or sex? I don't know. I mean, okay, look, we're going to go with the birth certificate. Your sex. You were either male or female. Traitor to your sex. That's okay. What the doctors said that first day when they slapped you on the butt. I enjoy being rebellious. So I'll take it. it. Yeah, no, I'll take it. Like, let your rebel flag fly. Okay. Speaking of rebellious, Mm -hmm. this is our transition into uh, big rebel in the Supreme Court. That yeah, leaked no some joke. documents. Y'all, that is insane. And it that's, really is. That's like the first issue that we need to talk about okay. is the fact that, like, where is the integrity? Where is the sanctity? What are we talking about? Ma- okay. Roe v. Wade. Roe v. Wade. Roe v. Wade. Okay. I'm sorry. I got all fired up. Right. You're like right passing our, 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 our okay, listeners or you, don't even know what we're saying yet. When in the history has any drafted opinion been leaked from the highest court of the land? Like, those things are supposed to be sacred. When you go and work inside those walls, you, I would think, would take some sort of oath to silence and secrecy. And, you know, even if you're, even if you are anti overthrowing Roe v. Wade, like, isn't there anything left in people that just has a loyalty to an so institution? Just, I don't or think just, so. Do you think a leftist did it? Yes, I think a a clerk for one of the justices, I think people have an idea of who they think it was. Already? Uh, yes. Sotomayor's okay. One of Sotomayor's? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Sotomayor didn't tell her to yeah. do it? Well, do not it? necessarily. Sorry. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> right? I know there's right? a whole Adam and Eve, and Eve took it and ran with it, but like right. it was a, I Come think on, it was man. a male. Somebody said, yeah. did God, I mean, did, well, did the chief justice really say we can't let these out? And here's the deal. Do you not think that in their effort to put this out there and like do a gotcha. Um, I think that this person didn't realize, A, I agree with you 100%. Where's the honor? But there is no honor um, because if there was, he wouldn't do this, mm-hmm. um, number one. But number two is the pendulum is going to swing back in favor, I believe, of honor and decency because people are so outraged by what he did. Even people who are moderate to liberal on the issue are outraged. Do you and think so? Really? Because I, I, I haven't, so. I haven't I don't, felt that. I don't think, I think in terms of the court, now this is going to lead to conversations I think about court packing, right. but I okay. do believe that even if people are crazy liberal about abortion and women being able to do what they want to do, which they're out of their minds about this, right? Um, people are surprised by what happened. And I think that's going to be a good thing in terms of upcoming elections for conservatives. Um, now, if you look outside of the Supreme Court, people have lost their mind. Mm-hmm. Let me read this um, that was in the New York Post or New York Magazine. I'm sorry. This was an Instagram post. The title is, the leak is good, actually. 
The Supreme Court leaker, whoever it is and whatever their motivations, has done a public service, both by giving Americans who support reproductive rights a head start on mobilizing for post-Roe legal order and by damaging the court's mystical aura of legitimacy at precisely mm-hmm. the moment when it deserves to be damaged, writes David Cleon. Cleon. Okay, that is terrifying. That is. If- so the court deserves it now. Right at the moment that the court I mean, it's changed everything. It. Right. If it works in your narrative's favor, the court deserves right. it. Can you imagine if a conservative had leaked a document? Yeah. What the narratives oh, in the it, media they would be would calling be? for the firing squad. Oh, I, I mean, it's it's unbelievable the hypocrisy and the damage that they've done, and that they're advocating delegitimizing. Maybe the. I was going to say the one branch that we had left that I thought had some integrity, that's questionable. Mm-hmm. But but we are on the brink of total destruction of America as we know it. Yeah, and the, I don't the, say the, that the lightly. The institutions are... Right. Absolutely. Are, I mean, we already have, what, no faith in the FBI, the um, Central Intelligence Agency. I mean, we have a deep state. All the intelligence agencies that worked against the sitting president have done all kinds of things. We find out just a couple of weeks ago that they've lied to the American people multiple times on the Russia Ukraine stuff. Yes. The stuff they get caught for and then they say, "Well, you know, we were you know, we were doing that, but we were playing mind games with Vladimir Putin." I'm like, "Really?" Yeah. Would you have told us that if you didn't get, really get caught? Mm. No. And I mean, everything is under attack. And the Supreme Court has been one of those things that you know, they've seemed got their insulated. They, right, and and seem to at least continue to pretend that they're doing it the way they're supposed to do it. And that's been totally, totally broken. And the person's being celebrated, whoever it is. Yeah, they are being celebrated. And I think we need to make a delineation between the crazy people who are out there doing this sort of horrible, atrocious, damaging situation in the mm-hmm. media. And then there's those regular everyday people that we know where we're conservative, they're liberal, and they're looking at this and they're like, even I'm shocked by what has happened. Right. So let me make it very clear that there is a very big difference because I'm adopted. I've been around the pro-life community for my whole entire life. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you're dealing with pro-aborts, you're dealing with a completely different kind of animal. Mm-hmm. You really are. But then you do have people who are left of center, who are horrified. Not anybody that's in the media, mm-hmm. that, but people that I know are like, that That was, that was too much. Um, so I think to that end, it will be helpful because people's eyes are open. The, the red-pilled moments are going to continue to happen to say, if this could happen to our courts, if this could happen to the highest court in the land, and then, oh, by the way, we see them ushering in more discussions about packing the courts. Mm-hmm. People are like, wait a second. Right. So I think the Democrats are going to get obliterated in the midterms. That's the good that I think out of it. The bad is that this happened and, and this person is being celebrated and, um, Which causes other people to want to do the same kind right. of thing. Well, if, you, exactly. if, you, if you were a leaker in the Trump administration, right. you're a hero. If you were a yes. leaker in the Barack Obama right. administration, which is, I guess we're on Obama three right. with Biden, then you're a terrible individual. I mean, yeah, it's right. really a complete it's a hypocrisy, like Allison says, unbelievable. But will those people speak out? Because if they won't, so. the narrative gets taken over. Because when conservatives speak out, well, they're just crazy conservatives. That's right. Um, so that those people are going to have to step out. And again, it goes back to what you always talk about, about truth and doing the right thing, no matter what side the benefit falls on. And that's what we're up against. Like right. if we can't protect the integrity of the courts, even when the they White make House, terrible decisions, even if it's they, not what we all not know until the time. Well, right. I mean, and that's what I always think about. Like, if the shoe is on the other foot, mm. would I still be advocating for integrity and honesty and for, and I hope so. I hope right. so. Cause right. that's the right thing to do, but it's really hard to stay on the, do the right thing mm-hmm. when the other side never really has that integrity. And that yeah. isn't that always the tension of like, always. at what point do we take the gloves right. off right. and just, that is an excellent point. Because mm-hmm. this whole sugary, sweet niceness, all of you people who voted for Biden, um, that thought it was okay because he was kinder and gentler. I just, right. I am looking at all of you right now. Like th- you did this. Mm-hmm. Do you think they still like can sleep at night? And they're like, this is exactly I don't what I was going for. But can you imagine like, that's the thing like this. And, and then, and then the flip side 
are all these people in church that we've talked about the COVID crisis and what happened there and pastors selling out people. Right. Yes. And you look at that and you're like, did that work for us? Yeah. How did that go? Yeah. Okay. Because right. I'm reading Psalm 144 and it says, and I was listening to something this week talking about that he trained, it was a sermon on Sunday. Psalm 144 talks about he trains my hands for war. Like this idea that we have to be soft and sweet and drink sweet tea and right. have cookies and lemonade and not talk about anything hard, you know, mm-hmm. is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. I mean, we've learned our, so I mean, we should have learned have our lesson by now, right? Yeah. How many decades and decades do we do that? How many times do we get taken advantage of? It's, right. it's, and it goes kind of back to the, the, uh, the court packing thing. I'm sorry. Conservatives. Right work to get people elected, work for decades trying to get justices on the court who might someday say, you know what, we really did make this whole thing up when we made up Roe versus Wade. Mm-hmm. And it was a horrible decision. It's it's unconstitutional, just period. It was made up. So they work and work and work and work and work and work. And finally, through all kinds of great blessings, possibly are right there on the brink, and the left, who has loved the court for decades, because mm-hmm. the court does their act, you know, their, right, right. their, uh, their actions for them that they right. can never pass through the legislature, through the Congress. And, uh, and then the left says, well, I think we'll put some more members on there. That's right. And so the response mm-hmm. is, well, from the, from the conservatives, wait a minute, what are you doing? That's, why do you get to change the rules? Yeah. I think that's the thing that really, really, really could cause the country to start really dividing is that court packing thing. Well, and Bernie Sanders tweeted out about it almost instantly after this opinion was leaked about Mm -hmm. packing the courts and ending Mm -hmm. the filibuster and that it had to be done now to codify. We will do it Bernie's way. We'll do it the leftist way. Or Mm -hmm. if you're winning, we'll just change the rules and we'll force you to do it our way is what, is what the left is saying. Are they not all the red States, all the conservatives, you will live in the utopia we're going to create for you. And if you fight back, we'll just change the rules. Okay, that's a great point because here's the thing, and it goes back to like when we were talking about LGBTQ and and being a furry or whatever you want to be. Spirit animal. Spirit animal, a wolf. It's like um, all I'm asking from the other side, honestly, if that's what they want to believe and that's what they want to fight for, I'm great with that. Just let us do the same without changing the playing field. And let's let's apply the freedom and the protections that we have right. to everybody, not just the people that go along with you. Right. And that's, you know, one of the things we're going to talk about is this disinformation governance board. Which what in the world? <laughs> Which, I brought props today. Okay, we can't even go that. there, but we're going to get there. But But that's all that is, is the left not wanting to play fair and I'm kind of right. tired of it. They there's no there's no equal they're all for equality and equity except if you're on the other side then right. we're going to squash you and put you in re-education camps and call you all sorts and of I names. And I think that's where we have to jump in and make them define the terms. We have to flip the burden of proof when they make accusations to turn around and say, "All right, show me the receipts. What do you right. mean?" Right. What exactly does this mean? Because I feel like as conservatives, we're always answering the questions. We don't always have to answer the questions. I listened to a guy named Greg Kokel. I've mentioned him before. But one of the great things that he taught me years ago by listening to some of his seminars Mm -hmm. was that it is our job to stop feeling like we've got to answer the questions Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. turn around and say, Mm -hmm. tell me more about that. What do you mean by that? Let's define the terms. Right. How did you arrive at that conclusion? And force them to answer right. the questions because they're yeah. lodging these assault missiles at us constantly. And then we're like running, you know, oh, I'm so sorry. I, right. I, no, right. stop it. Next time somebody does that, I'm throwing this in just for free today. Stop and say, I need you to tell me more about that. And we're going to define the Show me the, the proof for what you're talking Show about. Show me the works. proof. Where it works somewhere. Right. I remember when the press, the press would do this all the time when, when we were in the legislature. We would go out, I would go out and say, Hey, we're gonna, we're gonna, we've got some ideas about fixing education. And the press would be like, What are you gonna do? Well, we're talking about school choice, maybe some vouchers, some tax credits, you know, let, doing this. So they they would, oh yeah, yeah, let's ask some more questions. Oh yeah, how are you gonna do that? Oh, is that is that gonna be using taxpayer dollars? Oh, are they gonna be able to go to church school? Yeah, because you can't do that. And they would just write all these things down and then they go right across the hall to the Democrat. 
and say, what are you going to do? And he would say, well, we're going to do some things to fix education. And they were like, because you love children? <laughs> that, that, that's awesome. And never asked them anything, yeah. but they wanted to get in the details so that they could, they could find a detail and say, okay, half the teachers are against this because they might lose some tax money. And half of the people are against this. So we would answer all these questions and just give them more and more fodder to use against us. Yeah. And then the other side just gets the, we're for education because we love children. Well, I mean, yeah. it's just, it's fascinating. And that's kind of what you're saying. Yeah. And, we, and we do that all the time. We play on their field when they say that, right. that we're um, threats to their democracy. I, I talk about that on my radio program all the time. Our democracy. Our democracy means something to them. Is when Barack Obama said he wanted to fundamentally transform the country. He, he had to, he meant changing it into whatever our democracy is. But for years we heard America. Yeah, yeah. Nobody. We, I don't. I don't want to hurt America. They don't mean that. Bernie mm -hmm. Sanders doesn't mean that. Elizabeth Warren doesn't mean that. And I think people are beginning to figure it out. A lot of people heard about. Um, election integrity, fakey ballots, and people are kind of getting enough information now to go, you know, there was something there. And then they got the whole deep state thing. And now they've got people leaking from the Supreme Court. So I I, I do think you're right. People yeah. are going to say, you know, something's wrong. Yes. There's going to be and, some people that don't. I, no, I think there's some people that are just yeah. so blinded, um, either in their staunch defense of their actions or just blind, um, that are never going to see it. But if you don't think that fundamentally change our country is happening and that this was the plan, then I, I don't know, listen to some more of our podcast or something because come out from under the rock. Yeah. Right. It's it, you're, happening. you're exactly right. And I think the, to put a point on what you were saying, as far as having conversations with people and asking them where they've been, like, what are you paying attention to? If you don't see this in, in helping people, open their eyes. And when we're asking questions of people like, where have you been? Mm -hmm. How do you not see this? The other thing that we fail to use as, as conservatives is humor mm -hmm. and satire. And I think we would do ourselves a great favor if we, if we believe that we know how things end, and I believe we confidently do, um, believing in the Word of God, then we have all confidence in the future, even if getting there is going to be horrific, right? But there needs to be, in my opinion, a, a a heavy use of satire. We don't, we're not funny. <laughs> and I wish that we were. Some people are funny. <laughs> kind of we're, offended we're, by that. We're, right. We are I think we funny. Are funny. funny. I'm not really funny. Allison's funny. Think about the conservatives you're funny that you you're not to. trying to be we, funny. We have a oh carve out of ourselves that people are like, it's kind of like Presbyterians. I'm, I'm you know, reformed, ride or die, right? Right, right here. <laughs> But um, but they're not they're not funny. They're, they're not huh? they're not funny. They're very serious. Right. We must right. have this conversation. Okay, right. guys, seriously, we need to use humor as a weapon and do it well. That's what Rush Limbaugh did. He did it really well. Right. And that's something that even though we are talking about a very the most pivotal issue in our country, because you have to be alive to do anything at all. We do need to consider See, that was funny. throwing in. <laughs> yes. you got to be So anyway, I just, you know. So a little less preachy. Yeah. But it's easy to get into the preachy because you want to say, what is wrong with you? You do. You do. You wanna... and, and maybe we need to do a little bit more of the whole, you know, I'm not really sure about this. It just seems weird to me, hoping that they hook on to the, yes. it just seems weird. Right. Because if you tell them, this is weird, they're like, yeah. Yeah. Conspiracy theorist, conspiracy theorist, tinfoil hat. I mean, think about it. Do you, I mean, and I literally was listening to somebody on the way in, but this is such a good point. But like when you have a baby, do, do you say, congratulations on your fetus? <laughs> that was funny too. <laughs> do, I mean, that, do Our we fetus say is that? So cute. So, such a cute baby. What do you say when they're fat? <laughs> He's so healthy. Yeah, healthy. Right, right. Healthy. That's true. That's such a healthy fetus. <laughs> I mean, weird. just start using. I mean, it's weird. It's yeah. weird. It doesn't make any sense. Well, okay. With, but you, you got to know who they are. You I mean, do. If their car, if their car rolls up and it's got the blue dot on it, then you say, that is such a Game beautiful on. fetus. Yep, you do. I'm, would, I'm just saying, 
it is an idea worth considering. Obviously, we can't be funny Because I would the time, enjoy it. I don't think they're going to laugh. But it's okay. We don't want them to laugh. I think it's the best way <laughs> to wouldn't. mock them with their own philosophy of right. life right. is to call it out in front of their face without them getting out of it. And then they're left with, wait a second. Because mm-hmm. we're not trying to win them over. Mm-hmm. We're putting a stone in the shoe of their thinking. And if you can use satire to get to some of the people, that would be great. But I heard that and I was like, that is too good not to you. That's hysterical. Yeah. The fetus thing? Yes. You saw where President Biden said something about ending the life of a child or yeah, I heard that on the way down yes. on the he, news. Whoa. And then yes. he got shuffled, he he got shuffled, shuffled off to Buffalo. Wait, it's a child? Uh, and is that yeah. woman pregnant? Oh. With a child, oh. not a, well, I hope just a, do what that. is it, a non-viable tissue mass? It's and a, the president said, yes. and then, like in 1982 or 81, he voted for the constitutional amendment to put To Roe send v- it back to the, to the states. states. Yes. Yeah. Which actually. But he doesn't remember 1982, so. <laughs> I could make so many jokes, but I'm going to be Go ahead. respectful. And that wasn't for good reasons. <laughs> yeah. That's, okay. Yeah. You're, anyway. Mm. That leads to what I was going to ask was what what does this look like for Alabama when this passes? And um, I know we passed two years ago a really strong mm-hmm. pro-life bill. That was supposed to be the strongest in the country. It was basically, yes. there's none. And if you do one, you go to jail, right? The doctor goes to jail? Yes. So here's the question, which I do believe this issue belongs back in the states um, handling. Mm-hmm. I think that's right. I think that's what the Constitution mm-hmm. would suggest, as there's mm-hmm. zero in it about. Right. Um, or in a perfect world, we would say right to life actually means right to life. And right. then no one gets right. one. But the best we're going to do is go back to the states. Right. right. Well, in the states, no, that's exactly mm-hmm. it. I mean, if anything, we the, the government is there to protect life right. and property. And mm-hmm. it's what we talked about yesterday. Right. What is the definition of life mm-hmm. for conservatives? It begins at conception for mm-hmm. most of them. That that's the crux of this. So if this does get kicked back to the states, and that opinion was true and and genuine, which it appears and they don't to be, chicken out or and they don't or chicken out their, and they the don't their families die because really point, I'm sure actually. they've gotten death threats. That wasn't meant to be funny. No, I'm, a lot I'm of times, serious. Yeah. As a heart attack. So it comes back to the state. You know, Kay Ivy passes her. We're the strongest pro life. Whatever. Blah blah. Because that was all under the umbrella of Roe v. Wade. It really was kind of for nothing because Roe v. Wade was still there. It was to help foster a possible court decision. It was to be the king of all the bills to say, mm-hmm. we're going to quit messing around with 15 weeks and eight but weeks. do you and really think, and- this is the question, mm-hmm. will our legislature and our governor uphold that if this happens? I've already said that um, some legislators are going, Oh, crap. Yeah, they didn't intend for this to actually happen. Right, because they're not really big pro-lifers. They just thought nothing will happen. They wanted this for their election campaign. I promise you that's oh, why yeah. they did it. They used to they used to play all kinds of tricks. Have I told you all that story in the old days how they did it? So so when I was first in the legislature. <laughs> like Ten years wait, ago. I know. It seems like the old okay. days when the Democrats were in charge. <laughs> okay. So even the Democrats wanted to say, wanted to go back and campaign and say, I'm pro-life. I'm, I'm, I'm pro-life senator from so-and-so. So what they would do was, one year, the Senate would just make a big deal about a pro-life bill, and the senators would pass it, and they would it would pass overwhelmingly, and then it would go to the House. And, oh, they couldn't get the budgets done. And, oh, things were tangled up. And, oh, we don't know. So that now. year, it would pass in the Senate and fail in the House. The next year, they would start it in the mm-hmm. House. The House would pass it. They would all vote for it, go to the Senate, get hung up, hung up. And we did that multiple times. Because they can go back and claim they, they voted. voted for the pro-life That's bill. That's genius. Yes. When, it's so evil, it's but so it's genius. When we passed the, the mm-hmm. first or second version of Women's Right to Know, I thought they would die. Because that's one of the things. There, there's a few great victories I had. And that bill was on the calendar, down in the house, not supposed to get there. I go upstairs. I'm talking to Steve Wyndham. Mm. And I'm like, can you hold them in? Can you get them distracted? Isn't Just, that a singer? Yes. No. Steve Wyndham used to be lieutenant governor. Now he's a lobbyist. Oh, I thought. Yeah. Okay. But so uh, just hold him in a little while. Go downstairs, convince a couple of guys to say, look, my bill doesn't really matter. And we shuffled through and got to the pro-life bill, the women's right to know bill. Yes. They, the house, some of the house members thought the Senate was gone and we passed it. <laughs> and then they realized well played, that they sir. were not gone. Mm. 
And you would, I mean, people who were literally, oh, I'm a big pro-lifer, were mad. And so that was one of the victories. So we did some good things well from time done. to time. Yeah. But, and I think Mary Sue McCarkin was, yeah, the, was, the, spo- awesome. was the sponsor yes. of that bill. And some of those backroom things she didn't even know we were doing because she didn't expect it to right. actually get there. She's a boss. Well played. And actually Mike Hill from Shelby County oh, was one of the guys who actually gave up a bill and yeah, uh, no. to help us get through. It was Just great. Just good people right yeah. there. So I don't even know where they even in the legislature. Or something. Did Mary mm-hmm. Sue? Mary Sue retired. Retired. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good. Good deal. Um, yeah. But I think you're right, Allison. I think that's a very good question. But I believe it will call people out. And I do agree with you that they are quaking in their boots right now um, because they're not completely does that, pro-life. Does that bill, that's the other question. So it, it's in the court system now, yes. trying to get to the Supreme Court. If the Supreme Court says this is a state issue, does does it automatically mean that that bill mm-hmm. is the law? Or do they uh, see, have to, I don't know about since that. it's in the system? I think, it, I think I don't know. Yeah, because when they, when they pass... <laughs> That's such a good answer. I think I, think, I, think I don't know. When they passed Roe v. Wade, they just flushed all those kind of bills all out at the same time. They so did. I would think this would, would do it. Flush in. Would flush them back to the states, and then yeah. they, would, they would be law, and we would have the toughest law in the country, which would be celebration which is why we're time. By, you know, even more reviled uh, than we already this is are. It's going to be so interesting because it, I think they would release okay. it. Don't lose your thought. They okay, would great. release it like in June or July. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which would be before the term was up, which is really going to be interesting. I'm glad it will hold them to it to see what they do. Did they call a special session mm-hmm. to try and amend it? And like, try to wheel it back? Yeah. that. Well, their primaries will be over. That Republican supermajority primaries you know will be over. Oh, got a long memory. We're mm-hmm. just going to keep notes. We've talked about accountability will, before. I think there's enough mm-hmm. genuine pro-lifers who will realize Oh no! This is my time. Yes. This is the time that they need us. There are a little minority of people, and we will. Well, and you burn can't burn the look place down weak. before y'all. You can't y'all look like you, you really are better to stick to your guns. Otherwise, you look wishy washy and weak. Mm-hmm. Kind of like the Supreme Court. We were talking yesterday. If they go back and change their opinion, that's going to look really badly on yes. them. Hey, just hold us hostage. Just just bully us a little bit. Oh, and then we'll switch, you know. Right, so right. I we'll feel change like, our mind. Yeah. Anyway, it's going to be really interesting Scary. to see how this, and then which pulls us into the ministry of truth. I don't want to get there. I got one more. I got oh, a strategy yeah. Oh, question. Oh, yeah, you do. Okay. Strategy question is, because the left will go crazy. If this if this actually is the decision, or Roe v. Wade is rolled back to the states, they will go crazy. Oh. And they'll start trying to get states to back things up. My question to y'all is, well, then what is the strategy? Because I think there is one. What is the strategy for the pro-life people? Do they declare victory and go away, or do they? And so, what do you think they ought to do? I've got, I've got an idea. I just want to know if y'all have thought about it at all. So, I think what they'll do is they'll continue to fight. I mean, I think we've already gotten, you know, I've gotten texts from groups that I'm involved with today. Mm-hmm. So, we will continue to fight. We will in the states in that the states still have it. That still have it. They will, they will continue to go to battle because the people that I know and am involved with are in it for the long haul. Uh-huh. Um, and But then we also come along and we'll support and we'll continue to support the mothers and the babies and the families. Right. Um, there's a group that I love that meets the mothers wherever they are. And, and our deal is ultrasounds. Um, what does she need? What can we help her with? We save her. Right. And then we will give her an ultrasound because we know when they see that baby, 80, yes. greater than 80% of the time, they will choose life. Um, sometimes it's, you know, estimates are higher. And then we help with the baby. But we don't... It is a whole woman approach, which I love, um, and we're going to have to continue to do that. And there are lots of organizations out there that are doing the same thing. And so I think people have a battle mindset, but we have the people that have been in the fight have fought so long Mm -hmm. that they felt defeated, like, what in the world am I doing? And any shred of hope was like, is this too much to be hopeful Um, But I think there are things, there are machinations going on behind the scenes that if this doesn't work out, I know of some other things that are going on that will continue to push the issue. Okay. That's so interesting. And it um, being pro-life means more than just being anti-abortion. It means being pro-adoption, pro, you know, we've got to find foster families 
and it means supporting the mother and providing for a lot of needs, whether it's alternative birth controls. I mean, there's, there's a whole slew of issues that we will need to address as a state and a country if this does pass. So I hope we don't just throw our hands up because yes, this is the first step in Alabama mm -hmm. to supporting life, but we got to keep going and, um, and support those mothers and those families that are making these decisions. <sighs> I don't know. It's interesting. That's a good question. I think from a political standpoint, what the pro-life community should do is go, this is great. This is a victory. But life begins at conception and the Constitution said, you know, and our founding documents are life, liberty, and, and go for full out Agree. across the entire country. And that does a couple of things. It puts the left who who abortion is part of their religion. I mean, mm -hmm. it is Amen. it is it's part of their platform. It is, I mean it is who they are. Right. I mean, and if if all you have to do is hear them howling outside the Supreme Court like like banshees, literally yeah. like banshees. Oh, it feels like, like it feels moly. Old Testament. Keep going on. Yeah, and I'm just saying, if if the pro life movement changes and starts aiming at, hey, look, everybody has a right to life. We were created by God. Start at conception. That's what should have happened. They won't have time to come and pick on Alabama. They won't have time to pick on these places. They will be panicking about the whole country pushing mm -hmm. for a full out ban everywhere. So it keeps so, them off balance. Do you think strategy. the opinion didn't go far enough? And it, right now it kicks it back to the states. Do you feel like I think it in a have, perfect world right? they would have said there is no right to end yeah. another person, another person's life. The Constitution you, you protects all life. Yes, you can't you can't do that. So I'm thinking we're getting the best we can get, but in a in a perfect world we wouldn't have it. Yeah. So what I'll do because um, I agree with you, and I think that if you use first of all specifically to life beginning at conception, and then second the things that pro lifers are doing to put a point on it is that, um, you know, medical textbooks, Chris's medical textbook talks about that it is agreed upon. Life begins at conception. Every single thing that is needed to begin another human life happens at the moment of conception. Where the little spark there's is, own, right? Is, there, yeah, is that true? Yes. And so there's the, the and DNA. Daddy. You know, <laughs> <laughs> so the, everything is needed. It's funny. It, you know, DNA right there. Another right. human person right, right there. That is separate from the mom. That different, is separate. Different. We never ask somebody, oh, what are you pregnant with? A cat? Right. A wombat? Maybe. Like, who knows? I've seen we some know, ugly kids. We have seen, you have seen some funny looking kids. Okay. <laughs> A wombat. We didn't have any of them. <laughs> right. But, you know, so I agree with you 100% that we need to go for life beginning at, at conception, but that's agreed upon science. The science of embryology says mm -hmm. that life begins at conception. So we need to get there um, because who are we to say, well, no, actually it begins seven weeks down the road right. or when they're two. Right. It's ridiculous. So where, does, where does life it's very begin arbitrary. at the uh, endangered uh, sea turtle? Right. Hey, and we're going to close off the beach for those right. cute go little crack, critters. Go crack one of those eggs. And, and the see, whales. Uh, How about the whales? Uh, yes. It's well, ridiculous. And it's like, what is it sustainability? Because if that's the case, a newborn is not self-sustaining. No. You know, like your, your two-day-old can't survive mm -hmm. if you just leave it in a room. Well, well don't it, give the left any room because so, some of them are okay with infanticide yeah. stuff, remember? You know, and what you were just talking about is this arbitrary point of viability or conception or, or life. You know, if you are on federal property, I think this was a George Bush junior thing. If you were on federal property and you commit murder and the person you murder is pregnant, it's considered double murder. Yes. If you oh, was it the under baby. federal law? Because yes. I know it's state yes. law. Mm -hmm. in, in Alabama, if you Alabama. assault a pregnant woman, mm -hmm. it's two charges. Okay. Yes. I feel like it's on federal property Which was a big deal to well. pass, by the way. Wasn't that like in... Was that you, know. too? No, Thank no, no. It was my, one of my best friends, well, Spencer Collier. But and there's a great that, story about that, by yeah. the way. Either, either <laughs> it's a human life or it's not. That's right. You know, and so this this arbitrary assignment to the value of a human life is, has got to be addressed. Right. Which is kind of what you're saying. Well, because you know what it does is it separates us into two classes of people, mm -hmm. human or not. Ish. We did that. And we did that before. Well, isn't we? that the big argument Was I? created by God? Or are you just another animal? You're right. just another animal. Well, Can't you thin the herd and, and, and think manipulate about with slavery. Hmm. Yeah. I was yeah. not a person until I was a person. Right. So 
So we're creating two classes of people. Mm. And those who are wanted, those who are are wanted and those who are not. Those who are, well, we're going to validate that their life at 15 weeks is life. But before that, it's not life. The day before. Exactly. The day before or up Mm. in New York state up until the day of delivery. If you don't want that child and you go running into the clinic and you're like, I don't want this baby, they will kill that baby. So After it does, it's delivered. Yes. Oh, that is the, that is it the is, thing. That it? is what they'll do. I didn't do. know if they finally so passed that's that or the, not. That's the part that I think is interesting is that there are two classes of people in the pro-abort world. Those that, those that have value and those that right. don't have value. And we know from history when those have value and those that don't have value, that never ends well. And it hasn't ended well for us here. So this mm-hmm. is a, a fascinating opportunity to stop the slaughter in, and, and talk uh, about abortion the value of people. And talk about the value of people from the beginning until the end, from conception until So how the many end. people, population-wise, actually are pro-abort? They're, like, really for it. Uh, that's part of their religion, like we talked about earlier. How many of them are militantly supportive? And then how many people end up on these, these polls or whatever, these surveys, who just think they're supposed to say, well, I'm supportive? with no idea what the process really is, don't really think about it. Because, frankly, I think yeah. a lot of young women are lied to. Yes. When I saw the fights against showing a young woman, a, you know, the sonar, right. that kind of thing, mm-hmm. and then uh, these different abortion industry people didn't want to show that, and then they try to kind of skirt the rules, and, yes, we got to monitor, but maybe you can't see it and all this kind of stuff. It, it shows me that they don't want people to really know what's happening, especially young moms. Mm-hmm. So how many people really think, hey, this is wonderful. And you've seen some of the comments. I saw a lady's comment. Uh, well, maybe one of y'all sent it. The, the lady's well, she comment said about, she wanted to have Trump's baby and so then she kill could, it and rip its head off? Yes, that one. Who would post that? Is that somebody I'm supposed is to know? She had a check mark by her name, too. <laughs> that could have been the check mark. That could have been by the box that no, says, it was bat the crap most crazy check mark. Evil thing I've seen. I mean, it was. Who is she? She I, put it out. I mean, you can tell me who it is. It was awful. I, I, I'll have to go back and. Oh, Hold on. I've Eric. Got it. Yeah, Eric. Eric, Eric posted it. Yeah. See if you can find I'll it. I'll grab it. While you're looking for that, I, I had a really, I don't know if you saw the, the thought bubble above my head, but this is, this is funny, but it's a serious like if you're pro-abortion and you're pro-choice, mm-hmm. do those people have baby showers when they're pregnant? Mm. That's a really good question. That's no, good. it really is. Like, I, and I'm not even trying to be funny. I mean, I would think they would do, which they they would have a baby shower, mm-hmm. but that's totally hypocritical. But it is because, well, it, because it, it was planned. Because oh, you see, well, the want, maybe we're back to wanted. Yes, you're back to whether you're wanted or not. Or if you need the baby crib and those blankets because right. you don't want to spend the money. I right. guess it's just conditional well, on if it's a baby federal, or not. Let me ask you your federal law question yeah. about whether if I uh, murdered or assaulted a lady who was pregnant, do they go to the lady and say, hey, did you want that baby? And she says, well, she's dead. no. She says, no. Okay, that's right. What about the salt? What about salt? <laughs> well, maybe oh. she scratched, you oh. know, like right. I, I didn't want it. What if right. she doesn't die, but the baby does? That's what okay. we can talk about okay. because then they would still be charged with but murder. But if she yes. says, I didn't really want it, do I only get one charge? Because she was planning Where on doing Matt away Clark? with it. We need I don't him know. Again. But, but you see what right. I'm yeah, saying. That is a good well, question. Well, it is. It's very arbitrary. And so it really is an excellent point that you brought up that we have to get to the agreement purely based on science that every medical student knows. They may yeah. not agree with it, but it is in the science textbooks regardless of your pro, you know, if you're a liberal, conservative, whatever, the science of embryology tells us that life begins at conception. But if we can change the definition of a vaccine, we can change. Can't we change the def? Can't we change that? And that's what scares me is that they're going to go back and they're going Mm -hmm. to try to change that definition. Not for turtles, sea turtles, mind you, or dolphins, everything else begins at conception. But this not cannot. Humans. I mean, you talk about some of the guys that are at Yale and Harvard, and they think that a child shouldn't be considered a child until they're nine months old. I mean, so it's completely ridiculous and very arbitrary. I know. Isn't that nuts? Yeah, he's a bioethicist. Um, no, there's Harvard. no ethicists there. They're there's, not. No, I mean, it's a joke. Like, like his <laughs> name, like, it's a, it's a misnomer. I mean, come on, man. Right. It's but an right. oxymoron. It is. So, so asking the question about them just changing a definition like they did with vaccines, 
Um, how do we know what information we're getting is right? Mm. I mean, the government's wanting to put together, y'all were telling me earlier, a office of disinformation. What, what's it called? Let's what talk are, about, it's the Disinformation Governance Board. Mm. But if you want some fun it's and really games, you need to go me. follow the Ministry of Truth on Twitter. Because it's hilarious. It is so the Ministry of Truth. To that's them. from 1984, yes. right? Yes. The Ministry of Truth, which is exactly what but the governance board is. If you want a really good book, and you want to reread what you had to begrudgingly read in tenth grade English, uh, or for summer reading, we did Animal Farm. Read this. We did that yeah, too. That so it's probably small. And I've got um, what's the other one that's really good? Animal Farm. This one, and Alice then Shrugged. Um, yeah. Nobody you know read Atlas Shrugged because it's really long. Oh, I loved long. it. Long. It's super long. Yeah, but the quotes the in there are very oh, they're good. Really, they're good. It's but good it took stuff. one summer I was on the, the Hunger Games. I, I kind of feel like surgery. we're in the Hunger Games, too. <laughs> it's true. It's the very Hunger true. Games. There's a lot Just of good books out there that I you mean, want to Allison familiarize yourself with. No, the movies. Well, I did watch the movies, but I'm like, we're going to be fighting over food soon. We are, which is why I have somebody helping me with my garden so I can grow food. All right. that I'm just being honest with you right now. Anyway, anyway, the Ministry of Truth. It's just this weird dystopian, like everything just gets stranger and stranger. And is that a stranger word? It is a word. It is. Yeah. So curious, so, I don't think it is, but stranger. Like better, I think though. Is. So they've hired the Department of Homeland Security. That's the little Mayorkas guy, right? Yes. The little... He has hired this Jakanowicz. I can't really say her name. Nina Jakanowicz. She is a disinformation expert with experience working on Ukraine and <laughs> Russia issues. Of course, of course she is. Wait a minute. She's experienced so with right Russia now. and Ukraine issues? I, like, listen. Like she just. Disinformation I, expert. expert. That, what does that mean? Disinformation has been around in about a year. A lot of people in the legislature were disinformation experts. They were great at lying. I mean, that's what it, Isn't that what it sounds like. It's yes. so this is the technical term for a dis, disinformation expert is a liar. It's so it's so it's so weird. Here's her her comment recently um, about Elon Musk's bid to buy Twitter. I shudder to think about if free speech abol. Uh, what's that word? Abolitionist. Absolution. No. Absolutist. Absolutist. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's why she watched Hunger Games. <laughs> I grew up in Tennessee. Just kidding. I, well, I was going to say abolitionist, and then I thought aborigines. <laughs> I was like, nope, that's Scott with the aborigines. There story. it is. That's We've been waiting rough. for that for mm. 13 episodes. That's a whole podcast. Mm, yes. But my brain. For somebody. <laughs> All right. Let's start over. <laughs> I shudder to think about if free speech absolute. <laughs> Absolutist. We're taking over more platforms. What would that look like for the marginalized communities, like the Aborigines? <laughs> <They're> just... <laughs> anyway, she's lamenting about free speech and Elon Musk offering free speech on Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> On Twitter. <laughs> I am Panic. a robot. <laughs> oh. Somebody talk. All right, listen. Here's the situation. So, uh, yeah. So telling the truth, being able to tell the truth, the right. whole truth and nothing but the truth. So help you God. Is, yes. You know what? unacceptable. All you have to do now when you get to a murder trial is say, I am telling the truth, change the definition, yeah. and then say, I wasn't there, even though that was my gun. How do you know that's my gun? And right. just make up whatever you want and say, I'm free. Bye. Right. I mean, literally... Somebody I mean, my truth could be different. Take than this truth, to truth. the logical conclusion. What is going to happen here? Like, take it as far out as this can go. What does that look like? But aren't we almost out as far as it can go? Yeah, I mean, we're, I think we're so, and then we're not. We're literally debating that it's bad that people get to say what they think. Can you imagine? I, I mean, I just can't. I can't imagine public figures. Can you imagine our government, the United of the United States, the one place in the world that freedom of speech is supposed to be sacred? It is our own government, our supposedly elected officials, saying we need to do away with that. And it's so scary because it's so incremental. Like it's just a little bit to where you don't even notice, and then a little bit more, and a little bit more, and now all of a sudden you look back and you're like, okay, over the past two years, I don't even recognize America anymore. Well, it worked with it, COVID. Yeah, it did. You, it did. They, they were able to. 
basically tell people telling the truth, you are silenced. So That's why right. not go for it on everything? And because we let them. I mean, if I were them and I had an evil, maniacal plan, it works because we just sit back and let it happen. I mean, there's a yeah. few of us that fight it and talk about it. But generally, as the public, we just go about our day, especially as conservatives, where we just want to be left alone and provide for our family and and go do our jobs and work hard. It's so hard to engage. But, I mean, I joke about re-education camps, but y'all, I mean. Not far off. I, I don't know. I hope we're next to each other, and it can be a little fun. <laughs> the re-education camp. Yeah. Yes. The problem is there's probably multiple levels. And oh, there's terrifying. the, uh, you know, you're going to the basement <laughs> for sure. Where the, where the, the <laughs> we'll torture get you chamber out. is. Yeah. Don't worry. You are going to break, we're, break, we're gonna Thank come you break so you much. out. Yeah, we are. You know, when on your podcast, the I know on your radio show, when Brian gave his story, I don't know if you were listening. Mm-hmm. I wasn't. I was out of He town. was talking about um, administrative segregation. Yes. Basically solitary confinement. Yes. Prison That's inside of That's where I'm going to be. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but we'll find you. And at least talk to me yes. through the two inch concrete Here's block how wall. we're going to find you when you're Why taken back. Why am I going back? to the worst place? I thought y'all were going there with me too. Super. Because you are, you're dangerous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you Very could dangerous. leave some mm-hmm. sweet tart ropes on the way. <laughs> to get y'all energized. <laughs> we'll find you. Be like, there he is. We will not give up. Indubitably. We'll get the keys. Indubitably. <laughs> Absolutionist. Oh. It was the Coke that Zero. That was a big word. It was. I think I think we should probably call it and just move on to never have I ever because I think we should call it a day. This we're at the forty five minute mark. No, we, we are. I have gra- You'll have to save it no. for the next big thing. Scott next Beeson. week we'll have what is no, it? We're never never you're, will no, I ever. Never have I What's ever the score? You've probably changed the score for no, you to be winning. Three, two. I am winning. I'm two. You're three. I'm two. I think you were two. No, nope. you're down to two. I'm down to two. But I've got some good ones. Hold on. Let me pull up my questions. Okay. You want me to go first? Yes. But okay. don't look at my questions. Oh, I hear him saying that right. we're almost done. Stop it. Stop. Adrian's uh-huh. muted. Sure. Stop. Yeah. Adrian okay. is having a great time right we're gonna now. We're going to go speed round. Okay. Since you've got right. to go. All right. Mm-hmm. Never have I ever been arrested. I've never been arrested. So that mean I'm staying where yeah, I am? Yeah, you stay at three. <laughs> How did I get to three? I thought I was winning. You smoked a cigarette and you did something else. I didn't smoke a cigarette. One puff is not smoking a cigarette. Okay, Amy Beth. Two. You're still at two. You're, You're still at two. All right. Never have I ever climbed a water tower. Oh, I have. I don't think I have. Oh, a water tower? I've climbed I just a tower. made myself almost lose. You did. You lied. <laughs> <laughs> Amy Beth's going to ask a question that's going to take one from her. Amy Beth. <laughs> she does not understand this game. I do. <laughs> this hey, is not news. the game where you wanted to kiss somebody in high school or whatever, and you're purposefully losing. <laughs> okay. Why did I do that to myself? What a dork. You know what's so awesome, though? I'll make you feel better. What? We know now you're honest because you did and you took one away. I'm- so you're an honest person, but you're about to be a loser. So you've got another question? Oh, I've got several just, more. Okay. Never have I ever... Have you not done anything ever? Never. <laughs> no. Never. This one's taking Scott out. Ministry of Information. Never have I ever worn a wire for the FBI. <laughs> <laughs> and he's down to two. I'm telling you, it's going to be... That is just wrong. <laughs> that is wrong. I, will beat I don't you. know enough about y'all to ask these questions. Go that... ahead. Ask a question. Just think of something you've never Just, done. Uh, come on. You're a great questioner. I'm trying to think something I've never done. that. Now I want something that y'all have done that I've yeah, not done. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> never have I ever had a baby. Scott! <laughs> <laughs> that's unfair. <laughs> that, that's unfair. That's a, that's that's a, good, a good one. one. And you're that's out. That's a good one. I'm out. Go on. <sighs> Uh, we can, no, we see, can we go. can't degrade. All right, go back to one. That's unfair. Go ahead, do one of your that's questions. Not, I that's thought unfair. That was good. I thought that was good because I've got uh, one that I can follow that up with. That's really how do you not have appropriate. Because she's cheating. That's why she because started. I, y'all remember, I got to ask all the questions first. But you were down to almost any. nothing. Never have I ever eaten an entire pan, uh, a pan of freshly baked chocolate chip cookies. See, I haven't that, either. That is as unfair because you looked at my gut and said, Scott has eaten Have a whole thing. Of course. Well, put your Every finger mile. down. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know which finger. 
That's how you feel about this. <laughs> All right. I'm taking you out with this one, Scott. Oh, I've got one. Okay, go. Oh, go. Never have I ever drank more than one sip of wine at a sitting. You should probably take off two. <laughs> I'm out. Wait. That was you- as close to the chocolate chip. I hate wine. I've tasted all kinds of wines all over the world, and it just all tastes blech. Okay, it's me and Scott. You ready? Am I really down to one? Never have I ever faked sick from work. I haven't. Never have I ever cheated on a test. (laughs) (laughs) Yes! That is so wrong. I mean, you're going to like some lowly grade in school. Where's our play. cheering? I don't know. I was going to play some music. There's probably no telling what you just There's, played. You know, who knows? <laughs> I Adrian will fix it. Are y'all happy now? Happy. Yeah. Thank I'm so you. proud of you for playing I know along. you didn't want to do Why that. Why did you want to help her? She doesn't have self-esteem problems or anything. <laughs> I and just, you had to, I, like, I, let's I play this game. <laughs> yes, I do. It's terrible. <laughs> I'm lost. I'm mad. Uh-oh. <laughs> All right, but look. We've got a great show next time. I'm so excited. I'm going to have to really pull I mean, it together. AJ's for that coming, one. and I'm very excited about that. Wait, tell everybody who AJ is. So, AJ Hurley, right, um, was interviewed on our uh, podcast that we filled in with um, Brian yesterday. And he's at the Supreme Court and at the steps. He is the one who found the full term babies behind the DC clinic and has pictures of it. Ugh. And uh, he's amazing. He called out a senator. We'll save that for the show. Um, he's an unbelievable person, and we have the opportunity to talk to him next week. So, can I tease a little more about that story? Absolutely. That uh, I was doing some research this morning, and basically, he ha- has been a pro-life activist around the country for a while. And um, two of the girls that he work works with were in D.C. There's a notorious clinic basically where everyone in DC goes for their abortions and they happened to be behind the building and there was a medical waste truck that was back there and they lobbied and asked the driver if they could take these two buckets basically to give these they they thought there were fetuses in them and they wanted to properly bury them and he gave them to him and when they went through the two basically buckets they were mm-hmm. like white buckets there were 110 first trimester babies, and then there were five full term babies that were in these boxes oh and buckets. Gosh. And um, they, he has pictures of them, like, and it's really descriptive about just the mutilation. And but like you could see fully formed features, faces, you know, where their their brains had been sucked out and just caved in, and their puffy eyes and just how but it would be like looking at your newborn child it would be terrible anyway he's going to be on to talk with us which is kind of amazing so next week maybe not be a children's uh, episode i guess well uh, we'll give a warning next week before the show we do need to give a warning any last words before we sign off do you want to sign off since i did it wrong at the start you can get it go after i don't know how to do this except This is Alabama Unfiltered. Thanks for joining us today. You need to go like us, subscribe to us. Please share the podcast. Even if you don't like it, it'd be great for us if you would share it with your family and friends and post it on your page. Follow 1819 News. We're on, I'm trying to be really professional. You're doing fantastic. We're on Spotify and Gab and and YouTube. And you can find us on Podbean. And um, we're just so thankful to have you. Give us five stars. Give us a thumbs up and join us next week. She has a new job. (laughs) 